how do you manage a situation where your company uses a particular set of tools that cannot be accessed outside of the office? That's the question I'm answering this week. Hello and welcome to episode 175 of the Working With Podcast, a podcast to answer all your questions about productivity, time management, self-development and goal planning. My name is Carl Pauline and I am your host for this show. Now, a common question I'm asked is how to manage a situation where the tools you prefer using are different from the tools your company uses. Another variation on this is where your company does not allow you to access the company tools outside of your company or your company's devices. It's a dilemma I know many face. So that is what I will be answering today. Now, before we get to that question, I want to give you a heads up that my email mastery program has just been updated and is now available. This course will teach you the concept of Inbox Zero 2.0 and is designed to help you to get your email under control so you are not being constantly distracted by it and any actionable email is dealt with quickly and effectively. The methods and workflows taught in this course will change your whole relationship with email. It will remove the overwhelm, the thousands of emails sitting in your inbox, and will give you a system that requires little effort to maintain. This system works. It has helped thousands of people get back in control of their mail, and given them time back to work on more important things. And if you join this course this week, you'll be able to buy it for just $39.99 as part of the early bird discount. Full details of the course are in the show notes. If you want to take the stress and strain of managing hundreds of emails every day, this course is for you. Okay, it's time for me now to hand you over to the mystery podcast voice for this week's question. This week's question comes from Stian and Steve. The question is, do you have any tips and tricks for managing tasks and calendars when you have to use the software your company tells you to use and that cannot be used on personal devices? This makes managing to-dos and calendars very difficult, as there are at least two of each. Thank you, Stian and Steve, for your questions. Hopefully, we summarized your questions accurately there. Now, this question is about being in a situation where your company has very high standards of security on company materials, software and devices. And this is understandable given news like the recent hack on Microsoft Exchange servers. Now, before we start, the first thing I would not advise is to fight the system. The tools and the tools and devices a company uses are chosen for a specific reason. A lot of research has generally gone into this by IT departments, and while there is often some bias towards the IT department's favoured operating system, on the whole, they get it right. If your company uses Microsoft's tool suite of tools, then those are the tools you will need to use. Sure, that can be frustrating if you prefer third-party tools, 
but that is the way things are. And unless you can demonstrate to your IT department that your solution is better than the existing arrangement, you're only going to be fighting a losing battle. So instead of fighting the system, take a step back and look at what tools you are permitted to use. Think of it like the scene in the film Apollo 13, where the engineers have to build a CO2 filter using only the materials on board the lunar module, essentially fitting a square peg into a round hole. I have always said the tools you use to work your system are less important than the system itself. A great system should work with a pen and notebook. If the system you are using to manage your work cannot work with pen and paper, then your system is too complex and the problem is there, not with your tools. All you really need is a place to collect your inputs, your tasks, project notes and other important information. A way to organise those inputs so that what needs doing comes up when you need to see it and you need to be getting on with the work. For collecting, organising, doing, you do not need anything elaborate. Now, if your company insists you use their Microsoft suite of tools, you have an amazing set of tools that are getting better and better. It might be nice to be able to choose a task manager such as Todoist, Things 3 or OmniFocus, but those options are not on the table here. The only option you have is Microsoft To-Do or Planner. Now, I'm old enough to remember a time when to read and respond to my company's email, I had to be in the office at my workstation. I could not access my company's calendar or email system outside of office hours. And that was fantastic. It gave me a natural barrier between work time and personal time. Today, most people no longer have that luxury. Now they have access to their email and calendars 24-7 and that means work emails arriving at 11pm on a Saturday night because there's always someone who thinks sending emails at 11pm on a Saturday night is a good idea. Huh? If you read the original Getting Things Done book, the one published in 2001, that was written at a time when most people had to be in their office to be able to see what their projects were and the tasks they had to do. You could not do that from home on a Sunday evening. To do a weekly review, the book advised you to do it on a Friday afternoon before going home. That made sense. All your work-related projects and tasks were there. It was also a nice way to finish the week. So if you do have to use your company's software, take a step back and review what tools you have. Apply the Apollo 13 mindset. For most people, that would be a Microsoft Outlook account, which gives you email and a calendar. You will also likely have access to OneNote for note-taking, which is one of the best note-taking apps out there today anyway. The Outlook Mail is excellent, even on a Mac now. Think about it. Many salespeople are given a company car that enables them to visit clients and prospective clients. Most company car drivers do not have much choice about which car they can have. It's usually a medium-range Ford, a Hyundai or a Toyota. Now, I'm pretty sure if we could choose any company car, we'd all be choosing Porsches, Range Rovers or Bentleys. But that's not the way the world works, sadly. But salespeople are still able to get their work done. They can get from A to B perfectly okay in a Ford, a Hyundai or a Toyota. Now, the same goes with the tools our companies use. 
IT would be a nightmare for companies if every employee used different tools to get their work done. We saw this being played out a year ago when there was concerns about the security of Zoom. In the end, IT departments standardised which video conferencing tools employees were allowed to use. Some went with Zoom after they beefed up their security, others went with Microsoft Teams. So, if we can't change the tools we have to use at work, what can we do to mitigate this? Well, the first thing I would do is to find out all the various inboxes I have where work is coming in. There will be your email inbox, possibly your Slack or Microsoft Teams inbox, plus maybe a Salesforce inbox. Knowing where your work is coming from is your number one priority. Next, create a start of day checklist that includes checking all these inboxes and tasks lists for new work coming in. Then copy and paste your tasks for the day into one list. Now that might be a third party task manager if you're allowed to do that or just a simple list on your company's approved notes app. This list will form part of your daily task list. All you need is a simple list of tasks you need to complete that day. Now, another thing worth investigating is whether you can subscribe to your work calendar. Now, I don't usually advise people to put their personal events on their work calendar. Who knows who has access to that? But you may find it is possible to subscribe to your work calendar and have that coming into your preferred calendar of choice, be that a Google or Apple calendar. In my experience, Having two different calendar apps causes conflicts with your time. You will likely double book yourself one day. If you can't subscribe to your work calendar, then try it the other way around and subscribe to your personal calendar. Just make sure nobody else can see it. The reality is there are no magic bullets that will miraculously allow your work and personal systems to converge. When you find yourself in a situation where your company essentially locks down their information, the only way you'll find a solution is within your work permitted tools. Should you run into two, should you run two systems? Well, it's not impossible, but it's not ideal either. But maybe that is the only solution you have. However, no matter how security sensitive your company is, they're not going to stop you from writing down things like call Charles Gray about the proposal or work on Project X presentation into a third-party application. No nefarious corporate spy is likely to figure out what those simple tasks mean. You can use your phone to collect these tasks into your preferred app. But that said, the simplest way is to manage this is to just use the company approved apps. You may not like them, but if they show you a list of tasks you need to complete each day and you have a notes app where you can keep your notes and project support materials for your projects, then you have a system. Maybe a system not using your preferred tools, but at least you have a system. Probably we all want to drive Rolls Royces and Bentleys, but most of us are stuck with the regular Ford, General Motors or Hyundai. So the best advice I can give you is if you are in a situation where your company is running multiple tools is not to fight your IT department. By all means, reach out to them to see if you can use your own apps. But if you get a, if you get a firm no, then look at what is available and set up your system within those tools. Make it a routine to start the day to collect all your work tasks from the various inputs your company has into one consolidated list and work from that list each day. 
Now, one final tip I may suggest that has worked for some people in the past is to use a task manager that will email you a list of your tasks each morning. Now, Todoist does this, for example, and you can set it so that it emails you at 5 a.m. in the morning. Then when you get to work, all you need to do is print off that list and use it as not only your task list for the day, but also as a collection system. You can write down new tasks onto that paper and when you get home at the end of the day, enter the new tasks and check off the tasks you did. You can do that as part of your daily planning session. Okay, I hope that has answered your question, Stian and Steve. Thank you so much for the question and it just remains for me now to wish you all a very, very productive week. Mm-hmm.